Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show on WGR Sports Radio 550. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiase here on the Extra Point Show as we're into the bye week for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm officially saying it is the bye week because, you know. Well, it has been since Monday. It has been. Well, like, Tuesday. Sorry. Tuesday. But the week of football starts tonight. Yeah. So the Bills now are officially on the bye week. They will not, you know, play again until next Sunday against the Chiefs in Kansas City again. Again. For the 17th year in a row. If the Bills win. Will they finally put this game in Buffalo next year? I actually don't know how the scheduling is going to work with that. I think maybe we're getting close to Kansas City coming back. Like, I hope so because... I think a lot of it actually it, depends if they lose the division. That's true, which, I mean, at this point, it's kind of a given. It's it, it Yeah, it does feel like a given. Unless, unless you're thinking like I am. You want to be the overly optimistic. I don't know. I don't it's, want not to say, blind opti- it's not it's blind not, optimism, though. It's, no, it's, it, I, I actually think they could win out. I think they can, too. I just feel like I'm 90% sure they won't because they just this is what they do. Listen, I am fully prepared. Like, I, I am not going to sit here and say, like, if, if, they, if they don't win out, I'm going to be shocked because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be shocked if they, if they don't win out. Like, if they lose to the Cowboys – or if they lose to the Chiefs or the Dolphins or whoever. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, th- there's that's wild. There's no way that could have that should have happened. No, mm-hmm. th- there's definitely a, a world where that should happen. But I just feel like there's I, I just feel like there's a good chance that won't happen. I like it's I'm, just it, it's frustrating with me like at this point. I haven't really been able to give my thoughts, I guess, on the Bills last few weeks and, and really just the disaster that was the end of the Philadelphia game. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to talk about the 59-yard field goal by Jake Elliott. That's a phenomenal kick that you can't really like base it off oh, of he's going to make dude, that. I thought I thought it was hooking and it was going to go wide right. I was It was a knuckleball oof. of a kick. It was yeah, insane. It it curved probably like 20 yards in the air yeah. from well, left to right. Where I'm more frustrated by is kind of the fact that McDermott, the Bills, whatever, they got scared again. At the end of a game, they decided to play for overtime instead of going for a win. And in overtime especially, and that's the thing, the rule change that happened following 13 seconds is only meant for the playoffs. It's not a a regular season thing. Right. So if they lost that coin flip and Hurts went right down the field like he did and scored a touchdown, the Bills lose and you had 20 seconds and a timeout to do something about it. Right. Well, I mean, I was talking about that a little bit yesterday where it's like, 
yes, you can sit there and say McDermott didn't or McDermott did trust Allen to go out there and do it in overtime, but you also trusted that Allen would get the ball on a coin flip. Like it's Which, not like a, there's no way you could have right. assumed that. Like it wasn't a given that Allen was going to get the ball first in overtime. Mm-hmm. And you had the ball with 20 seconds to go. You had the chance to just do what you were going to do in overtime just really quick at the end of the game. You didn't even need to get all the way down the field. You needed to get 40 yards. You had a timeout. You did it last year. I get it in a dome. But so you, what? But you did it last year against Detroit. And you also saw all game. Yeah, let's the not passing act like, game was fine. Exactly. Let's not act like, you know, Allen threw the ball 20 times. It was a torrential downpour. Allen, what, threw the ball 51 times? The Bills had almost 100 plays on offense. And half of them were Allen yeah. throwing the ball. So you the other half trusted of them, him enough throughout the game to do it. And the other half of them were running the ball. Mm-hmm. He had, what, was it Was it two rushing touchdowns or just one? Uh, two. Two. So you don't need him to have a rushing touchdown, obviously. But, like, you you had the opportunity to go down the field and just get in field goal range. Yep. And yes, I know Tyler Bass has had a rough year, but the more you go I'd to like him, a shot at it, though, right? And the more you'd go to him, the more you tr- the more you show you trust him, and the more that brings his confidence back up. Now, if he keeps missing, then it's okay. Well, well th- th- then we're having a different conversation, right? But the but you don't know because yeah. he didn't try. But the conversation <laughs> is now it's on McDermott again, having a cowardly mindset, having a fear of losing instead of a you know kind of a a, a, a progressive idea of just go out and go win. And, like, that's the thing. If if they drove down the field and Tyler Bass missed a field goal, the conversation is entirely different. It is, again, the Bills players keep shooting themselves in the foot. They're not mm-hmm. getting it done. They should be getting it done. What is going – like, I, I guess it could be taken back to McDermott of, is this team a, 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 a well-coached team, I guess? But it's not on McDermott still being scared to just go for a win. And, it, it, and that's where I'm frustrated. It does feel like – the Bills coaching staff going into this year did not treat Allen as a quarterback that he is. They treat mm-hmm. him as a quarterback that they wanted, which is be a game manager. Don't turn the ball over. We're going to score just enough points. Our defense is going to win the game. We're going to be fine. When in reality, due to injuries as well, the Bills offense should be, let's go out and score 35 plus yeah. every single week because and- we need to. And because we have a guy under center who can do that. And in crucial moments, and Ross Tucker brought this up with with Shopin the Bulldog on Tuesday, the Eagles knew they were going to win. They had Jalen Hurts. They had their offensive identity. They were going to go drive down the field and go win the game. The Bills, who have a guy who is better than Hurts, at least in my opinion, Mm -hmm. they went, 20 seconds only timeout? Can't do that. Can't do that. You're in kind of a a must-win scenario. Even though they're an NFC team, yes, you need that kind of game to catapult the rest of the season, and they played scared. In a season that is seemingly falling out of your hands, they played scared. Not because of the players. Allen and the offense, finally these last two weeks with Joe Brady in, are clicking. They were over 500 yards total offense. I think I saw a stat that the last two weeks they're averaging 33 points and well over 400 yards of total offense. Allen looks incredible these last two weeks. Fantastic. And then McDermott kind of gets in the way. And and this is my frustration and why I kind of made a joke at the end of uh, uh, Joe's show here. Of, you know, Bobby Slowick, future real head coach. Because th- th- that identity needs to change. It needs to change. Or you're not going to ever get yourself over the Kansas the can- cities of the world. Baltimore now is really starting to figure it out. And they look to be a threat now for the rest of time, it feels like. 
Cincinnati's going to get Burrow back next year. Maybe they'll start off slow again, but they're going to get him back next year. Herbert's going to get a new head coach. That, I hope so. That feels almost definitive. I just want him to get a better head, a better head coach just so that the Chargers can start, mm-hmm. you know, not chargering and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. So and I'm, have someone else win that division. Yep. And so that's going to happen. You're already seeing, you know, Jacksonville is now winning games. Mm-hmm. Like, just consistently they're winning games. Yeah. And we were kind of joking about it, but C.J. Stroud in his rookie year looks incredible and has sort of revived that Houston franchise, which seemed dead in the water. Right. Now he seems to be, you know, that guy. And he's a rookie this year. If you're going to continue to have this sort of mindset of just don't lose instead of let's go win, right? this yeah. is not just going to be a one-off year thing. No, it's going to be a recurring thing. Where some years you're super healthy and you make the playoffs because other teams got hurt. Or it's because you know, Allen is your quarterback. Or you have years like this where they can't win close games. They're still fumbling against really bad teams. And then that's a big thing for me that is that is lingered. It's not just the Eagles game. No, that's a game that you expect to lose. In the oh, beginning. I, w- I wouldn't okay, that game. Not, not yeah. expect, but that's a game where in the beginning of the year you're looking at the schedule and you say, okay, we can lose that one. That one, yeah, yeah. You looked at it and went, that one might be a loss. Yeah, but you can't look at New York with and, Zach Wilson at quarterback and New England and say, yeah, no, that we can lose those. Those will be losses. You can't. No, nope. like you really can't. Jacksonville, you can. With, with the way they are now, it's, it's you know, hey, they're top of the AFC. Well, Jacksonville, I remember even at the time when the schedule came out, people were like, all right, that one might be a drop just because they're going to London right. and and all that stuff. To and be it could have been a problem. That was obviously that was the beginning of like their issues. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of that game, they looked like themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's how it was during that whole stretch between the Jacksonville game and the Denver game. The whole thing was. They're not looking like the Buffalo Bills of 2022 or 2021 mm-hmm. where they're dominating games. Sure, they had the moments where they were dominating, but they didn't have the all-game dominance. Yeah, I mean, I, like, you know. You didn't see Allen looking confident. Like you said before, they were trying to make him a game manager. They were trying to slow it we down. Had, or it looked like yeah, they were. We got it to a certain point where, and rightfully, because McDermott kind of just outright said it, but we had callers calling in, like, is he having fun anymore? No, I didn't think he was. And McDermott, in one of his press conferences, went, we want him to have fun again. Yeah. It's, what are we doing here? Right. Why are we acting like he is Kyle Orton? (laughs) And it's like, guys, just don't, please, God, don't turn the ball over. No, go win the football game. Right. He's an MVP caliber quarterback and who has not been able to either be the one seed or the MVP. I think a lot of it due to coaching. Why are we losing these games against the Jets and the Patriots? Who The Patriots are going to finally, they're going to do something the Bills' drought years can never do, which is be so bad, you're a top-two pick and you can go get the best quarterback. The drought years never got that bad, Josh. They never got that bad. Right. One year they did, even, they picked fourth and they got Marcel Darius. That was it. Even drafting Allen. Even Allen. They like, made the playoffs. They had to sell everything and trade up to go get them. Yeah, right. Like, it's not like you're, you know, it's not like Allen was the second overall pick. Like, no, he was seventh, but they had to trade up to get there. They had to right. trade up twice. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I I just I don't understand. Like you have the like you have the proof that it's there. Mm-hmm. Yes, Allen has stupid turnovers. He has bad turnovers. Absolutely. In the Philadelphia game, you could look at that as a bad turnover. But I rolled gonna, my eyes at the pick. I rolled my eyes. You could also look at it as Diggs was double teamed. Diggs has had moments this year where he's broken free from those double teams and made great catches mm-hmm. and great plays. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins game sticks out to me where he caught it, spun off of a tackle, and ran 55 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. But 
That was in perfect conditions. It was in a sunny day in Buffalo, not in a rainy evening game in the cold in Philadelphia. There's one thing there. Mm -hmm. The other thing there is Allen's getting forceful. You know, he's forcing the ball to Diggs again. You could look at the, at the hero that, ball mindset. At that specific moment, you can look at that. And you can also look at the bigger picture there. Diggs wasn't having a great game. He wasn't having a normal Stephon Diggs game. Mm -hmm. So there's multiple factors going into that interception, but none of them are, you know, like monumental, oh, my God, here we go again. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's, yeah. it's hey, you you tried to make a play. It didn't work out, but you move forward, and then the next drive you scored. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's not like you make these – it's not like he's making these plays and these interceptions, and he has before, but it's not like he's making these interceptions and then crumbling and imploding and mm -hmm. having a meltdown and throwing more and fumbling or going three and out. Like, we've seen that this year at times, yes, but – the last I think a lot two, of that, though, was the mindset the team had with, with Allen, which right. is like following the Jets game. The Jets game is one of Allen's worst games of his, of his professional career. The first career. one. The first one, yes. Where, you know, against Zach Wilson, basically it was don't turn the ball over, and he decided, but what, what if we do turn the ball over? What if we did, and what, 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 what would yeah. happen if we did that? And so I think the team, though, I think Ken Dorsey, I think Sean McDermott, I think Brandon Bean as well, because he's talked about it. Mm -hmm. I think it became a mindset of just, no, we, we cannot do that ever. And it really limited the abilities he has. You saw it early in the year of he had wide open lanes to just do, just go run. You're yeah. a gazelle. Like, right. go run. Yeah. And he wouldn't. And he would hesitate. And then maybe he'd throw it away or maybe he'd throw it into double coverage. We're like, oh, what do you, you know, just go run. Yeah. And now you're starting to see when it's Brady and kind of when the team has been put into a position of you just have to go win games, mm -hmm. they've allowed him to just go do it and he's doing it. We've seen Allen when he is just allowed to play. Of course, the 2021 playoffs is what comes to mind. He is right. it, it, historic in that run against both the Patriots and the Chiefs. But you've also seen it in some of these other primetime games when they've just let him be the wild stallion he is. He annihilates teams. Well, up you, until this year, Allen in primetime was basically a for sure. He's going to light him up. They might not win, but he's going to light him up. Right, and and to be fair, if like I said this yesterday, if you take away the the 20 seconds and everything like that, that was an that was a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was a great. Like game. even if you know, let's say Jake Elliott kicks that field goal and the and the Eagles win it right there. It's not to tie it; it's to win it. Yeah, it's still a fantastic game. Yeah, Allen and the offense looked great. The defense had its moments. They intercepted it and they fumbled, mm -hmm. forced a fumble. Like there was no reason you can sit there and say that was a bad loss, except for what happened from twenty seconds left in the game forward, I just, which I is think, insane. I will I will tell you though. Because, like, you're right. Like, it was a great game. I'm just, as a fan, as someone that covers this team, I'm sick of losing the, the great games. Right. Or or, or, or the, even even going a step further, the games of the year. I'm right. sick of being well, on the losing side and, of those things for seemingly the same reasons. Yeah, and that takes me to the next point where you, you brought up the Detroit game last year. Mm -hmm. You look at how Allen took the ball and ran down the field and, you know. It was and, like, one play. Yeah, and obviously it was a field goal, but, like, you won the game. That's what matters. You won the game. Yep. When the def when the offense has been put in that position to go win the game, I don't think they've ever faltered. It, it feels like, like for the most part, Allen. It, it it seems like multiple times in his career has gone to the bench with the lead after scoring and still loses the game and right. never sees the field again. And that's and that's where you look at that record of one score games where they're seventeen and seventeen. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny that it's his number too. But anyway, um, it's you probably look at the seventeen losses, and I bet. I, I, I got to look at the stats for it, but I bet you that 
at least 12 of them are probably on the defense. Yeah, where it's just like he left the field with the lead. I mean, just but this allowing year. any time on the on the clock essentially seems like the Bills' defensive structure, and and that's the thing too. I don't even necessarily blame the players. It really it's a constant fear of like any big play, mm-hmm. but you give up yards like they're hotcakes. Right, it's insanity. I mean, look at just this year. You have the Philadelphia loss, which mm-hmm. you know just happened. Offense, offense went out and got points in overtime. Yep, like you needed them to. And then you lose. You look at Denver. Your offense was rolling the Broncos, and then you Turned collapse. And then 12 men on the field for yeah. a missed kick, which is spectacular. You look at New England. Defense falls apart with 12 seconds to go. Sure, the offense got back out on the field. And yes, I know, the Chiefs did it in 13 seconds, but... The Bills couldn't get there in twenty. The, the offense couldn't get there in twelve seconds. Well, I think for that, but, I think that too. Like they didn't even have any timeouts. It was kind of like right. as, as close to a final play of the game as you could get. Right. It was literally like you have two chances, mm-hmm. maybe. So and, right there, there's three, and and you could even say Jacksonville as well, mm-hmm. because your offense starts marching down the field at the end of the game, scores points that you need, but your defense can't get them the ball back, and it, it there's four losses right there where if and 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 the Jets won too. Five. There's five losses. Yeah, Jets, this... the Jets ultimately lose in overtime because of a punt return. Right, but the five of six losses this year, because Cincinnati wasn't a one-score game, five of six losses this year have been the offense did what it was supposed to do and the defense fell apart. That's kind of a story with this team pretty regularly. And, and I guess, like, overall, this entire first segment is not just for us to complain about the Bills, but it is sort of like, so where do we go from here? We're, right. we're, we're now rightfully back into the same conversation of can the Bills win one-score games? And that's... Kind of. Half the time they can, technically. They're 50-50. Yep. They're 50-50. It is a coin flip. (laughs) And that should not be a thing with Allen as your quarterback. No. Because he's proven multiple times to be clutch enough or good enough to score to take a lead. The team itself or the coaching or whatever it is kind of falls apart towards the end. Let's take some calls here, though, before we take our first time out. Let's go to Ray and Clarence. Ray, how are we doing this morning? Hey, guys. I haven't had my chance to talk about 20 seconds this week, but... You know, let me let me say two things. One, that Black Friday game, I love the idea of the Black Friday football game, but I wonder if it hurt football. And the reason why I say that is because at the end of the half, when Boyle threw that interception and they returned it for a touchdown, I thought, oh, no, now even more so teams are going to be kneeling it at the half or whatever because this is why you don't do it. I wonder if that had any influence on McDermott's decision for potential bad stuff. And that's one thing that's been on my mm-hmm. mind. And the other thing is, you know, if, if slippery weather conditions, he was saying with, with 20 seconds left, you know what, why not just kneel down in the second quarter with 30, with uh, 12 minutes left if you're on your own 20-yard line? I mean, what's, what's the difference? I know the ramifications are for, you know, potential loss at the end, but it's still slippery conditions. It's still time on the clock. Why not waste your, you know, first and 10 at your own 12 and kneel it and punt it because of slippery condition? Or just punt it away if that's how you feel. I, I, mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. But I just want to know what you guys think. Absolutely right. Thanks for the call. Uh, on, on that first point, just with, with the Black Friday game, I actually didn't get to watch it. I was working. I didn't have any access to Amazon Prime. So, like, in the middle of it, I'm, I'm only hearing about all the plays that are going on. Uh, uh, Sal had joined uh, uh, Shopin' the Bulldog as well, so like all three of them are talking about it. That's how I was finding out all of the chaos at the end of the first half. With that being said, it's Tim Boyle. If Tim Boyle throwing a pick six at the end of the half affected anyone's mindset about going for it, you should be fired. It's Tim Boyle. 
His college stats are a disaster. He is best known in the NFL just being a really nice guy that holds the clipboard real well. That's it. And being Aaron Rodgers' friend in Green Bay. That's I think, it. I think you and I could get more. It's like that old question of— i got if, a noodle arm. I can't. There's well, not a chance. But you got to get it five yards. Oh, okay. I can probably like If do you that. can get a five-yard slant route to, to Garrett Wilson— I got Moxie. I can do that. You're better than, you're better than Tim Boyle. It's just—it's it, like, like, I, I, I would be— I would be infuriated if I found out, not even just the Bills coach, if any coach saw that kind of run of plays there in the Black Friday game mm-hmm. and decided, ooh, all right, maybe maybe we should think about more of uh, kneeling and just take it to the second half. Because the, the whole idea of you know deferring to start the game and all that stuff is the idea of, of double dipping, of getting a touchdown or a field goal at the end of the half and then coming back right away and getting the ball. It's effectively a turnover on the other team for you to have another possession that quickly. I would be insane about that. I just oh that would that would frustrate me to absolutely no end. Well there's so there's one thing that the caller kind of brought up there that jogged my memory to a week ago. Not the Eagles game, the Jets game. There was 45 seconds left in the first half. And the Bills are marching down the field and you know, they just send it. Allen throws an interception, the half ends. Yep. Storm punt. Is that a factor in this 20 seconds? Better not be. I I just I have to wonder because the Bills were on their own 47-yard line with two seconds to go. Mm-hmm. It was first and 10, so it's not like, you know, you're – it's – if you miss – Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two seconds to go, so it doesn't really matter. But the Bills had no timeouts. And they had 45 seconds to go down the field. And they, you know, marched down the field. Well, not marched down the field, really. Mm-hmm. They only went about 17 yards. But the Jets actually used all three of their timeouts here to to do this, to, yeah. To, yeah. To, to maybe get the ball back. And the Bills, you know, go for it. Fire it down the field, intercepted. What's the difference between that and this? You actually had a timeout in this scenario. Well, but, it, and but you it's, were, it's, it's it's kind of the same idea. And then and to the caller's other point too of you know why not just kneel down? Like if we're, we're so worried about conditions, then why are we even playing this game? You know, with the twenty seconds left, kind of deal. Right. It's the same thing. You already had Allen in those conditions throw the ball fifty one times, mm-hmm. or or up. At, I think to that point he had like forty five throws or whatever. Yeah, because he didn't have that many in overtime. But to that point, y- y- you didn't care that much because you had him keep throwing the ball, and that's that is where I continue to have this this feeling with Nerd of it's a the strategy is just not to lose, not to go win. Right. And that is going to cost you more games than it won't because these offensive-minded coaches, Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach, I'm here to win ball games. I'm here to win football games. I'm here to mm-hmm. try to go to the Super Bowl, not try not to lose. I'm here to win. I trust my quarterback. I trust my receivers. I trust my offensive line who did not have a good game. Like, it, like if we're really worried about conditions and, like, I think McDermott also brought up, like, you know, all their defensive line was really coming after them and all that stuff, the Eagles should have been worried about that. Because Lane Johnson was out and Leonard Floyd was having a field day for, mo- for three and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. Right. They should have been worried and they weren't at all. And the Bills, who only got sacked one time, they seem to be absolutely terrified of it. we got to take our first time out here. George, Steve, stay on the line. And if you also want to join, uh, we have free lines all day today. 803-0550 is the number. We're going to take a quick timeout, but Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiase here on the Extra Point Show, and you're listening to WGR.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.